The workshop gets you on the inside of what we do and what we believe and unlocks the five ways we make money in real estate. Just like your personal trainer, Lifestyles Unlimited will motivate, encourage, and teach you so you can get in the best financial shape of your life. Call 866-971-8970 or go to fivewayswemakemoney.com. That's fivewayswemakemoney.com to register for the workshop that will change your life and let you stop worrying about working till you drop, losing your job, or retiring in poverty. I'm Don Padilla. And I'm Pat Barr, financial advisors with Wells Fargo Advisors in Sacramento. The stock market has dropped many times, and just as many times it's come back and gone higher. 2008 was horrible, but the fact is the market is back. So why are people not investing? Their future is too important to ignore the opportunities available to them. Call us for your free consultation. Our number is 916-275-8100. That's 275-8100. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC, is a registered broker-dealer and a separate non-bank affiliate of Wells Fargo & Company. Money 105.5. Views expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station, its owners, staff, or management. The following program is sponsored by Simply Great Lives. Welcome to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This show is about you, your life, your impact, and your legacy. Now your hosts, John and Rena. Hello and welcome to the Impact Hour. I'm so glad that you've joined us today. I am Rena. Hi, I'm John. And today we are interrupting your holiday preparations to help you be more prepared for the holidays. We are talking about having awesome holiday visits. And if you have, for example, had some bumpy interactions with family around holidays, the show will be a breath of fresh air for you. Very excited to equip you with some new tools to help those interactions go smoothly and help you to really enjoy your time with the holidays, your time with the family for the holidays. Yeah, and it's not necessarily that your holiday outlaws or in-laws, or whatever you call them, are uh, folks you don't necessarily get along with. Uh, it could be folks that you mostly enjoy being with, but occasionally you have those interactions that are kind of bumpy and not so pleasant, um, just because sometimes that's the way relationships go, and we're going to talk a little bit today about how to make those kinds of interactions a lot smoother. Yeah, and you know, I think it's really important to recognize that the people that you get together with for the holidays, whether it's family or friends, first of all, there's a lot of pressure around the holidays, right? I know I experience a lot of pressure. Things have to be, you know, picture perfect. You got to have certain foods. They got to be a certain way. It's got to be on time. The house needs to be clean. <laughs> just to name Boy, I'm a tired few. just hearing that. <laughs> And so just out of compassion to understand everybody's under that same kind of pressure. And then there's the impending pressure of Christmas and lots and lots of preparations for that holiday. So in general, people tend to function not as well when they're under stress. So while it's supposed to be a a beautiful gathering and lots of fun and, and as it should be, there is kind of an undertone of stress going on there. And that might make people a little bit, you know, not functioning at their best. And also, I think it's important to set realistic expectations. These are the same people that they're the same people year round. So on Thanksgiving, they're the same people that they are the rest of the 364 days. So if your adult child is always late, they'll probably be late on Thanksgiving. If your uncle is usually drunk, he'll probably be drunk on Thanksgiving. The couple who's always fighting, 
they'll probably fight on Thanksgiving. Somebody who's flaky might not show up, right? So don't have unrealistic expectations of people because that's going to set yourself up for frustration. So <clears throat> having set that as the backdrop, <laughs> I love highlighting for people that everybody that you encounter, everybody as you move through your world and that you interact with, everybody has a really deep need to be seen, heard, understood, and valued. And understanding that need and responding to it can make a world of difference in helping put them at ease and helping them to feel good. <clears throat> in fact, most people are, are moving through the world just trying to get their basic needs met, and that's one of the most basic ones. So now that you're aware of this, you can look for it. People just want to be heard. They, they want you to understand them. They want to be understood in their experience of life and in the world. And sometimes you'll get people who commandeer a conversation, and they, um, they may be having a very intense need for people to get them. Um, there's other dynamics, too. Some people like to talk too much, talk a lot, so that, you know, trying to keep the conversation safe, and they don't want to share too much. So there's, there's a variety of reasons for that. And... Um, just know that people, while you're sitting around the table visiting with people, if you can generously meet people's need to be understood and heard, you'll be making a fantastic contribution to their experience. Any thoughts on that, John? No, that's, that's pretty awesome. It's, uh, for a lot of years, I didn't really recognize that. And uh, on maybe even a subconscious level, I was trying to get my needs met. Oh, well, just assume, you know, without yeah. a knowledge of that, of course you're going to be. Everybody is, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You want and people so, to get you. Yeah, just becoming aware of that is such a, such a big deal. It's just a big step uh, to having relationships go so much more smoothly. And just understanding that, you know, for me, I'm not the only one wanting to be seen and valued and accepted. Other people are wanting that from them, for themselves from me as well. Definitely. And I find it really helpful to do an honest assessment just for my own benefit. Who are the people who can really meet my need to be seen and heard and understood and valued? Um, because some people um, need have their needs so intense, they're either unable or unwilling to do that for other people. I would say usually unable to. It's like they'd like to, but, but they really, they're so focused on themselves and their need is so intense. So I'm um, discerning about where I take um, my need to be seen, heard, understood, and valued. I have a prayer partner. We talk weekly. I have a, a, a few girlfriends. We talk regularly. I have a coach. I have my husband. You know, so I, these are the people I know can be there for me. Um, some other family members, really, I, I just tend to focus on their need to be heard and understood because it's a little more intense, and, and they're not able to give it to me as much. So I find that to be helpful so that I don't have these unrealistic expectations of, like, people are going to, because otherwise it feels like people just don't care, and you, you don't really want to move through your holiday feeling like people don't care about you because they do. Right. They like, just don't know how to express that. They, yeah, they can't. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things I've been working on is to have my my sense of uh, value and those kind of needs to be met uh, internally and from God rather than from oh. other people. Because if really, truthfully, if we're trying to expect that stuff to be met by other people, it will never be enough. That's true. It's kind of like a bottomless 
whole, you know, because it can't ever be filled completely by other people. Right. Yeah. Excellent foundation, knowing that God gets you. I was in a meditation a few weeks ago, actually, and um, I was spending time in prayer uh, with the Holy Spirit, with Jesus, and with God. And, and my contemplation was on the Holy Spirit and how well God knows me. Yeah. He, like, knows me so, like, everything about me. And he's just wild about me and loves me. And that's, that's the message of hope is he knows us all that deeply and loves us that much. Anyways. So that's yes. the place to get the love. You're absolutely right. Totally. I like that. So when we're, we're dealing with folks um, around the dinner table, you know, for the holidays, um, and, and you see some dynamics that are kind of funky that don't feel so good just understand people are living out patterns that they've done for years right it's probably not the first time you've seen this you know act out somebody um, shares something and somebody will crack a joke because they're uncomfortable or they'll put the person down they'll detract they do they people do all kinds of it looks like crazy moves and they've done this stuff for years so this is how they know how to deal and, and navigate the world so in as much as you can be patient with that and know that they're actually doing the very best that they can for all the crazy stuff that you see around the holidays that's, that's whether you're shopping at the mall or um, in line at the post office or getting together with family or whatever pe- people generally are really doing the best they can they don't try to be jerks they don't try to be mean they don't try to be careless or thoughtless um, they're really trying their best so when you trust that you'll actually have a better experience for yourself by having more compassion for them here's a neat idea you can set an intention for how you want to be for Thanksgiving and or for Christmas, depending on when you listen to this show. So clearly set um, an expectation, an idea, an ideal for yourself, an intention for how you want to be. I've got a few ideas and maybe it'll, it'll you know, trip something for you that you'll think of yourself, but here are some ideas that you can choose into. How do you want to show up for the holiday? You can be curious, really kind of wanting to understand people and asking in and helping them to feel understood. You can be grounded instead of kind of spinning off in feelings. You can be grateful for every interaction, every little thing. Look for the gratitude that you have there. Um, Be compassionate. See where you can relate to other people. You can be generous, like at every single opportunity that you have. You can be generous in your interactions with people. You can be positive, focus on what's really good, and kind of don't look so much at the negative. You can be accepting, accepting of people and where they're at. That's beautiful contribution there. Or you could be peaceful, just being that peaceful kind of foundation that people can kind of plug into. Those are some options for you for how you can intend to be over the holidays we're going to go to a break we've got a lot of really great stuff to go with over with you for this week's show so stay tuned you're listening to the impact hour (laughs) 
Do you want to enjoy more deep, meaningful, satisfying relationships? Do you want to feel more connected? Do you want to feel like people get you? Learn how to be the kind of person people respond to. Create better results with your kids, your partner, clients, coworkers, and friends. Go to BeAndConnect.com and get started with your free videos today. That's BeAndConnect.com. Learn from hosts John and Rena from the Impact Hour. You can have that sense of connection you desire. Go to BeAndConnect.com now. Meaning, significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. Live with passion. Make a difference and come alive. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. If you would like to call in and talk about maybe you've discovered some ways to maybe uh, boost or make your interactions much more peaceful, much more calming, or just workflow a lot better. We'd love to hear your ideas on uh, what you've discovered. You can call the show at 866-576-1055. I'm sure all the other listeners would love to hear your tips as well. And you can also share if you'd like some support, some ideas uh, with dealing with a tricky situation. We'd be happy to support you with that too. Totally. Yeah. Yes. And if uh, you'd like to listen to some of our past episodes, you can go to www.impacthour.com. There's instructions there if you'd like to take us with you as a podcast where you can listen on your favorite device on the road or wherever. Or if you want to just play the past episodes on the webpage, that works as well. So we've been talking about having awesome holiday visits how to make your relationships flow much more smoothly over the holidays. Sometimes it can be pretty bumpy. And I know I've talked to people and talk about, yeah, you know, we're going to visit the outlaws for the holidays and they're trying to be funny. But I think a lot of times there's a kernel of truth to that, that they really don't get along with those folks so well and they're kind of dreading it. Maybe that's you and we'd like to, to offer some tips to make that not such a dreadful experience, but actually be a joy. I actually, I can totally relate to that because up until six months ago, I I used to get pretty stressed about um, the holiday interactions. And um, I really made a shift in how I'm showing up and being more present for other people, utilizing some of the things that we'll be talking about in the show today. And it's made a tremendous difference. I I do not have the, the typical anxiety that I used to have leading up to the holidays. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So kind of grouped these uh, these tips or these ideas uh, into these categories. And this next one is how to have life-giving interactions. Ooh. Yes. That sounds good. And so the first one here is about don't make them wrong. How many times have you thought about or can you remember when you've been somewhere at work or somewhere else and someone made you wrong and it doesn't feel very good and that can happen a lot of ways Uh, one of them is by getting unsolicited advice (laughs) and that sometimes just feels kind of cruddy I have to chuckle because as a vegan you'd be amazed at how much unsolicited nutritional advice I get on from like 
waiters, waitresses, yeah, <laughs> in-laws, random people passing by. So, yeah, just in general, the um, which is actually an issue around Thanksgiving, by the way. But yes, nobody likes to be told what to do or to be made wrong. It's yes. just that that feels pretty disempowering and devaluing. So maybe somebody says something, you're like, oh, I've got the answer. Mm. Oh, I should tell them. So here's, I can fix that. I can fix there's, that. There's a really good heart underneath that usually. Yeah. They're like, I can help with this. I know the answer to this one. So just blur- blurping out and blurting out, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> yeah, unsolicited blurb, advice is uh, – <laughs> just kind of kind of just goes right all over them yeah people actually don't need your advice as much as they need you to understand them yes that's a good thing to remember yeah but if if that drive to say something is really strong and you just can't help it first ask if they're open are you open to a suggestion Asking permission is huge for all kinds of things actually that you want to share yeah so I think that's and if they say nope I'm good then you know and they're not open to your advice. If you were to share the advice at that point, it will not be received. It's not useful. It'll do more damage than good. You might as well just keep it to yourself. I find that in general, people typically say yes because they feel like they should. Yes. <laughs> and actually, I have had people say no, and I just can't it. And I'm like that, thinking to myself, that's too bad. I really had something useful to say, but I got to <laughs> let it go. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And if they say yes, then you can share. Well, in a loving, compassionate way. Mm-hmm. You might think about if I was on their side, how would I say this in a way that could be received? How could it be more hearable? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Hearable is good. Yep. Next one similar to this, not making them wrong, is don't fight to be right. So I've grown up in a family of what I call right fighters. We are awesome, excellent right fighters. If there were, was a, an award or a medal we could get for right fighting, we'd, we'd be great contenders for that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've grown up in that. And for the longest time, I thought, what? That's just the way we interact. You know, what's wrong with that? But uh, it, really, it really makes a person wrong when you fight to be right. A lot of times that fighting to be right implies that what they said was wrong. If, mm. you know, if they're not yes. right, then they must be wrong. Right. And it's pretty Correct. hard to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And when it, when some for me, from my experience, if someone says, oh, you know, the sky is not really blue today, it's teal. That's making me wrong. And I wasn't really even making a comment about the color of the sky it was just, wow, the sky is beautiful blue today. And I was just sharing it. And now I don't feel heard. And I don't feel understood. You certainly don't feel valued either. The whole thing is just totally discounts a person. Yes. And their contribution. People want to make a valuable contribution to a conversation. So going around and correcting it and or making it wrong or saying it's not exactly like that. It's really more like this. Um, While you may be feeling like you're making a valuable contribution, it actually discounts theirs. So. We'll be talking about affirming what people say in a little bit. There's, there's right. certainly more to be said about that. Yes. So what to do instead is to look for what it is that they're saying and what it is you can agree with and to affirm that. So rather than pointing out the one thing that you felt was wrong and not right, 
look for what it is that you can't agree with, or maybe even that even wasn't what their main point was. So <laughs> acknowledge the main point. Like, oh yeah, it is a beautiful sky today. There you go. And you don't need to worry about whether it was blue or teal. It's like, yeah, it's a beautiful day out today. And just agree with that. That's awesome. I find that somebody could like say 10 things and like, I disagree with nine of them, but I'll look for the one thing and I'll say, you know, I really like what you said about such and such. And and it makes for a much smoother conversation than arguing with those other nine things that I really didn't agree on. And this happens a lot in politics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just a just a heads up on those conversations. Look for look for what you really can agree on and what's underneath like you're saying the the desire is to express that the sky is beautiful today and you say it's a beautiful blue sky you don't need to nitpick about the exact color of the sky just go say, with the intended oh, oh, meaning oh, 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 there's a cloud over there it's not all blue <laughs> <laughs> right right yeah and uh again it's 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 you know under totally understand that you're wanting to make a significant contribution to the conversation just make sure that you're not doing that at somebody else's expense yeah now, just a quick note, for me at least, a lot of these things are patterns I've had for years and years and years. So I'm hearing that they're kind of ingrained. They can be ingrained the pretty years deeply. Years and years. Yes. Years, yeah. So, so work to, to show up different, but also have compassion for yourself if you slip up. Because just making it different overnight is probably not very realistic. And then, of course, if you make a mess, you can always go back and clean it up. I've had to do that. Say, you know what? I said such and such, but what I really wished I said was this. Because there's, there's this dynamic when we're working to change patterns, like you're saying, is um, oftentimes when we're, when we're first becoming aware, we recognize that we made a mistake a while afterward and we turn back and look around and go ooh I didn't do that like I would have liked and that's important that's these are all important steps after a little bit you'll you'll notice it like right after it happens and you're like oh boo I messed that up and and you're still there with the people so it's actually good because you can say you know what that's really not what I wished I'd said what I would like to have said is this I really wanted to thank you for for what you said or whatever you want wished you had done and then the third phase is you um, actually watch it while it's going down and you've got some awareness and, which is nice because you, you can you can change it potentially change it while it's happening and sometimes it's such an ingrained habit um, it, it actually passes without you being able to change how you respond and that's okay can fix it and then um, the fourth stage is, is really seeing seeing it coming on the horizon and being able to make a new choice as it unfolds so yeah. yeah be gentle with yourself you're changing if you yourself are changing something that's been habitual for a long time it, it'll take practice and awareness and some mistakes and some cleaning things up yep yep and for me there's also a fifth stage which is the habit has changed Yay. And it's, it's, I don't have to see it coming on the horizon because that's not my different. pattern anymore. It's just there different. There you go. I like that. I'll integrate that in. Yeah. Yeah. So another thing you can do to not make them wrong is to just share from personal experience. Use the word I. In my experience, it's like this. Or this is how it is for me. Or this is what I understood. Or this is what I believe. And that way it's not about them at all. 
You're not saying you should do this or why didn't you do that or did you think about this or have you tried this or that because those are all about the other person. You make right. it about yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I can and you know, just say, hey, I, I had something like that and this is this is what I did and that seemed to work great for me. Yeah, that's so hearable because they can take it on for themselves if they want, but they don't have to because you're not trying to put it on them right. by saying it's about them. You just, just, it's nice and clean. You know, yeah, I had an experience like that and this is what I did. It turned out pretty good. That's like way better than giving advice. Totally. Yeah. I statements are a good thing. Yes. And lastly, in this category of don't make them wrong, use the phrase yes and rather than no but or yeah but. <laughs> no buts. No buts. No buts. Buts, buts, they just totally make invalid everything <laughs> that was just said. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so maybe a person has said something and you can go, yeah, I like that. And I also think this is true as well. And it's yes and. Yes. And it doesn't have to make the person wrong. And... You can just add in your part of it using good I statements. And it's so much more hearable that way than a yeah, but or a no, but. Yeah. Yeah. No, but or yeah, but buts just put me on edge because you're, you're just telling me you just actually are disagreeing with what I'm saying. And that's that's um, that's a, those are fighting words. I they think are. Butts are fighting words. Yes. <laughs> so don't be a butthead. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> I know we need to go to a break. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk about how you can actually really affirm what people say and build them up and help them feel really great and make for some really awesome interactions for the holidays. So please do stay tuned. You're listening to the Impact Hour. Oh, the weather outside is frightful. But the fire is so delightful, and since we've no place to go... Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. My employees and I would like to thank you for making MyPillow possible. Years ago, when I invented MyPillow, I thought I was the only one out there with problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I'd flip-flop all night, or wake up with a sore neck or headache. So that's why I invented MyPillow. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill to your exact individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer to get the quality sleep you need. I back it with my 10-year warranty and my 60-day money-back guarantee. And now to thank you, I'm bringing back my best offer ever. Buy one of my MyPillows and get another one absolutely free. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener special. Be sure to use the promo code KTKZ because you love KTKZ and that's how you get the deal. Order your MyPillow buy one get one radio listener special now. Click on the radio listener special and use the promo code KTKZ at MyPillow.com. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. As Americans celebrate Thanksgiving, it's a good time to be reminded about the true history of the holiday. Perhaps we should not be surprised that in an increasingly secular America, there's confusion about the origins of Thanksgiving. Some kids are now actually taught that the pilgrims had a feast to thank the Indians. Afraid of appearing too religious, some are now calling it Turkey Day, as if all it comes down to is poultry. The facts speak for themselves. In 1621, the pilgrims celebrated what they called the goodness of God as they feasted with local Indians. In 1789, President Washington declared the first National Day of Thanksgiving 
asking Americans to, quote, unite in most humbly offering our prayer and supplications to the great Lord and ruler of nations, end quote. So much for a secular holiday. These Americans knew to whom they were praying. I'm Albert Moeller. Our podcast provides you with short daily commentary on the issues of the day, and our weekly Town Hall Review gives you in-depth coverage on the stories and issues facing our fast-changing world. Visit townhallreview.com today. Lexus of Sacramento is hosting the first Black Friday sales event in their history this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's Kitty, and during this one weekend event, receive the lowest prices possible on all pre-owned and L-certified models on the lot. Nothing is held back. The Black Friday sales event is three days only, and it's going to be the best time ever to save thousands on every pre-owned and L-certified model. So don't miss out. The Black Friday sales event is this weekend through Sunday only at Lexus of Sacramento, 2600 Fulton Avenue. I'm Craig Ashton of the injury law firm of Ashton & Price. Over the last 20 years, we've been entrusted to successfully represent thousands of injury victims. Whether it's a minor injury case or a catastrophic loss, we aggressively apply our nearly 100 years of combined legal experience to strive for the best legal result possible. So if you've been injured and you want honest, experienced, and aggressive legal representation, call Ashton & Price. There's never a fee unless you win, so Google Ashton & Price for free consultation. So remember, for the best advice, don't think twice. Call Ashton and Price. Fridays at 2. Lock it into Money 105.5 for the rush hour for success. It's a show dedicated to your success. With information about what's going on in the community, reviews of places to visit around Sacramento, and of course, topics that involve experts in money strategies, business, real estate, and things that matter most in life. Join the watch star himself, Jim T. Chong. Get entertained, get educated, and get with a rush for success. Fridays at 2 on Money 105.5. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Struggling. I feel sad. Totally overwhelmed. Who do I talk to? If someone you know is struggling with depression or anxiety, don't assume someone else will reach out. Let them know you care by starting a conversation. You might just save a life. Hi, I'm Congressman and Dr. Ami Vera. Anxiety and depression can be successfully treated, but those suffering often don't ask for help encourage them to reach out. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Meaning, significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. Do you want to enjoy more deep, meaningful, satisfying relationships? Do you want to feel more connected? Do you want to feel like people get you? Learn how to be the kind of person people respond to. Create better results with your kids, your partner, clients, coworkers, and friends. Go to BeAndConnect.com and get started with your free videos today. That's BeAndConnect.com. Learn from hosts John and Rena from the Impact Hour. You can have that sense of connection you desire. Go to BeAndConnect.com now. You're listening to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5. Know your impact. Make it great. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. We're so glad that you've been able to listen today. We're talking about awesome holiday visits, helping to equip you to have really great interactions with people during the holidays. Got Thanksgiving tomorrow, the Christmas is coming up, so maybe you're planning on getting together with some people, and we've got some really great tips for you to have more positive interactions with people. 
I am a tremendous fan of affirming what people say. I think it's a really great tool to meet that need that I was talking about at the beginning of the show. People's need to feel seen, heard, and understood, like you really get them, and to really value them, what they're saying, what they're contributing, and who they are. So affirming what people say can, there's a lot of different phrases that you can use, but just know that underneath it, and I'll give you some examples, just know that underneath it is the desire to let them know that you get them and, and you value what they've said. You can simply say, I hear you. I can see that. That makes sense to me. Thanks for sharing that. I understand. Uh, wow, I hadn't thought of that before. I appreciate your perspective. I didn't know that. And I like that. So there's a lot of, it doesn't have to be canned, you know, because that would be weird. Somebody says something, you're like, Psh, like you pop open a soda and says, thanks for sharing that. <laughs> <laughs> you want it to be real. And it it's really comes from just fully being present with people and what they're sharing, listening to what they say and um, not wanting to control the conversation as much. And um, yeah, sharing, just letting them know that um, you appreciate the contribution that they just made to the conversation. So it's less about you, more about them. And I'll just reiterate what I said earlier. For me, it's certainly been about discerning the people who can really meet my need to be seen, heard, and understood, and valued, and, and going to make sure that I get filled up from the folks who can really do that. And it enables me to be more present for the people um, who really need that need met for themselves. So I highly encourage you to affirm what people say to acknowledge what they say that way they know that you heard them because I can swear in conversations I've said something and somebody just runs off with another different direction I'm like gosh did they even hear me yeah. <laughs> and that's not so good for conversation it doesn't feel good right we're it not... doesn't feel like you were even heard yeah and maybe I wasn't it's really hard to tell yes <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we want you to be the person that really affirms and acknowledges what people say now, sometimes um, you may be able to really relate to what people are saying, and this can be a tool for them to really know that you get them. So, for example, if they're sharing about an experience that they've had, and you're like, you know, I can relate, um, they can, you know, because I had something similar happen. So um, just be aware that the more details and the more you get into the, your story, the more you're taking the spotlight off of them. So, you know, whatever you choose to share, be sure to bring it back to them and say, so, you know, I'm really glad that you shared that because I would feel the same way too. So, you know, acknowledging people's feelings too is a really powerful tool to let you know that you heard them and that you really do understand. And um, we might bring it up again later in the show, but a lot of times people are experiencing a feeling while they're sharing. And if you're listening to the content, <clears throat> you may be able to interpolate what it is or extrapolate, whatever word that would be. You may be able to guess what it is, or maybe, you know, it's actually showing on their face or, you know, if they're sad, their, their voice might get a little wobbly. And um, you can say, you know, I really, I hear the sadness in that. 
that makes a lot of sense to me. I'd feel the same way. You know, I, I had something similar happen, and I, I, I really felt sad, too, or, or frustrated or angry or afraid. And to, to acknowledge, uh, name people's feelings for them is a very powerful tool to let them know that you get them. So something to think about when you can really relate to what people are saying. And just again, to be conscious and aware to not commandeer the conversation and, and make it all about you. <laughs> and there, there is time for, for sharing and stuff like that too. Just be sure to acknowledge them first before you run off and, and grab the conversation and take it elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. And be careful to not interrupt. I do that when I get really excited about something. <laughs> I want to share it like, like a child, kind of sometimes, once in a while. It like pops in my head, and I just really want to share it. So um, just be mindful that if you're interrupting, that's really saying that you're not listening. It's <laughs> 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 just a pretty clear message that you're not listening. So just in as much as you're, you can, you know, drop your own agenda for steering the conversation a certain way and let it be, and um, that'll help your your holidays interactions to go much better. Nothing you can do to make uh, life-giving interactions during the holidays is to seek to understand. Ooh, that's a Stephen Covey. Yeah, seek first to understand before seeking to be understood, yeah. I think is one of his seven, seven habits, habits. Highly effective. One of his habits, yep. Yeah, good stuff. And uh, one of the things we've learned uh, is that people will say something and it seems really obvious what they mean. And then we ask, so when you said this, what is that like for you? Or what did you mean by that? How does that look? What would that be like? What does that mean? Yes. Yeah, what does that mean to you? And then they start describing it and you're going, whoa, that's totally different than I was thinking, even <laughs> though it seemed really obvious. Yeah, I, I'm really blessed to um, the, the coaches that we work with and to watch my coach coach the other ladies in our group and somebody will share something and she'll kind of ask into it it's like oh well what does that look like for you what does that mean to you and I it's um so it's a practice I've been developing to really ask into it because a lot of times it's really really different than what I was filling in so we're filling in blanks when people talk we're making it you know, trying to figure out what they were trying to convey, and, and we can be pretty far off. Yeah, even when it seems really clear and obvious, like, oh, well, of course, they mean this. And then you ask into it, and like, whoa, they didn't mean that at all. Yeah. And so it's not even like you're trying to figure it out, and now you have to ask into it, even when it seems obvious. Asking into it can be really helpful, and they feel like they're understood. Then they know that you get them because they made it plain. Yeah. And you got it. Yeah. And the reason that is because words are crunchy. <laughs> that means that uh, words are not so precise. It's a lot of times the words can have different nuance to them. And sometimes a person's experience of a word and their understanding of what it means might even be different than yours. No sense on arguing about who's right about what the word means. It just comes down to you're not communicating very well if, unless you ask into it. That's because then you have the opportunity to use more words to express the one idea instead of just a few words that were used the first time around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like we mentioned before, look for the meaning behind the statement mm -hmm. rather than taking the statement at face value. What are they really trying to convey in that message? Mm -hmm. And by asking into it, you can really get more of that information. Dude, people totally dig it, too, when you're really trying to understand what they're saying. They eat it up. It's just it's such a need that we have. So, yeah, look for your chances to give that to people. Yep. 
Next one is to try to see yourself in the other person and have compassion for them. And when you see yourself in them, you can relate. Uh, you can say, hey, if I was in that situation, that's how I would feel. And, oh, I've done that before. So maybe they messed something up, but she, I've done that before. So maybe I don't need to come down on them. <laughs> maybe I don't need to come down on them. That's a great idea. <laughs> yes, don't come down on them. Yeah. Thanks very much. Yep. And just remember, you know, in an interaction, mostly both parties are trying to be acknowledged mm. by the other. Yeah. And so if if both folks are not so aware, they're basically talking past each other, trying mm. to get their needs met. And it takes so long to get that need met without the <laughs> without the acknowledgement, without the affirmation, without seeking to understand, without I mean it just takes an eternity. Yeah. Because they're just like you say, talking past each other. Right. Yeah. It's it's watch for it. See 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 what goes down for the holidays. And you can be a part of um, changing it to making it more productive. Yes. So we'll start in on this. We're going to take a break pretty soon. Uh, but wanted to talk about looking for the deeper need that's going on. They might be expressing something, but what they're really saying is something else underneath. And we're going to talk more about that right after the break. <laughs> It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Do you want to enjoy more deep, meaningful, satisfying relationships? Do you want to feel more connected? Do you want to feel like people get you? Learn how to be the kind of person people respond to. Create better results with your kids, your partner, clients, coworkers, and friends. Go to BeAndConnect.com and get started with your free videos today. That's BeAndConnect.com. Learn from hosts John and Rena from the Impact Hour. You can have that sense of connection you desire. Go to BeAndConnect.com now. Meaning, significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives, and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. Now back to the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back. We've been talking about how to have awesome holiday visits. And just before the break, we were talking about seeing the deeper need. So one of our coaches uh, often says, the phrase they use is, the thing is not the thing. And so the words that they're expressing is not really what's going on. They're trying, but it's, it's actually, they haven't necessarily identified for themselves what it is that they're really wanting or needing. Right. Yeah. And so maybe someone is feeling left out and they're hurting and then out comes whatever it is. Yeah. And they say these specifics or there's this, you know, comment of anger or frustration or whatever. Yeah. But really, they want to be included. Yeah, like somebody, you know, burst out and yells because somebody's late. And it's not really about the being late. It's really about, you know, I feel like I, I, I have done all this work to prepare and I feel like you think I'm really unimportant and you don't value my contribution is, is really what's underneath it, you know. That's uh, that's looking at the deeper need. Yes. Yeah, and you, you got you to gotta do a little bit of kind of 
I would say empathy is probably going to be the best tool for figuring that out because it's not always apparent. Right. Like, how would you feel in that situation? Why might they be having that outburst? What do they really need? What do they really want? Right. And you might even be able to ask into it. Yeah. I I hear, yes, I, I, I hear your frustration there. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe even ask, so, so what do you desire? Yeah. And then maybe they can go, I desire to feel valued. Might be an answer they might give. If they have that level of awareness. Right. Yeah. If they have that level of awareness. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes you can just have an intuition. You know, they have an outburst. They have a statement. Maybe even it's not obviously emotionally charged, but they make a statement. And you just have this sense of really it's about this other thing. And you could say, oh, are you feeling, and you can name it, whatever the feeling, whatever your intuition tells you, you think that they're experiencing. Are you feeling jealous? Are you feeling uh, sad or left out or, or lonely or, or whatever? And I, they can I, say yeah or no. Yeah. That's awesome. I would, I would just go ahead and start with, um, are they feeling understood? Or are they feeling valued? Mm-hmm. Because not feeling valued can come out a bunch of different ways. Yes. Right. You know, you didn't value my time. You were late. You know, you didn't pick me up. You did. You forgot to bring this. You know, there's there's a lot of different ways that come and it becomes an interpretation. You didn't love me. You didn't respect me. You right. didn't Value me. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, I, I hear. Yes, I hear your frustration around that. And, and I just want I want to let you I, I apologize for that. And I, I want to let you know that I, I really love you. And I, I so value your contribution that you've made. I can smooth some ruffled feathers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But even in just conversation, maybe it's not about you. We're talking about somebody else, mm-hmm. some interaction they had with somebody else. And then just seeing what's, what's the deeper thing going on and calling that out and then asking, you know, it sounds like you're really frustrated by that. I hear and, your frustration there. Yeah. And yeah. they could say, yeah, I, I get that or, or whatever. And that makes sense to me. They can really feel like you get them when you're calling out the emotions that they're experiencing even before they do. Not saying it's right or wrong, should be this way, should be that way. It just is. And acknowledging it. Yes. Yeah. And your intuition might not be right. So it's always good to ask into it. So if you have a, a sense it's one thing and maybe, maybe that's not it for them. And they can say yes or no. Yep. Let that be okay. Yes. So one of the things you can do to have awesome holiday visits is to make your interactions meaningful. So you might talk about the sports and the weather for a little bit, break the ice, but get past those kinds of topics and start sharing things of deeper meaning. So one of the things you can share about is what are you grateful for? What well, that's appropriate for Thanksgiving. Yeah. What do, you, what do you appreciate about the other people that you're interacting with? Oh, that's awesome. I love that. What you're grateful for about them, what you appreciate. Yeah. Ooh, that's going to be received well. Yes. In general, people yes. are going to really eat that up. Yeah. Assuming it's not couched in some well, underhanded weirdness. jab or weird <laughs> thing like that, right? Yes, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. That's not meaningful. <laughs> And say the things, the meaningful things that you would say as if this were your last visit with them. Don't, le- oh, don't leave the important things left unsaid. 
Yeah. That's beautiful. You don't want to have regrets around that. Totally not. Yeah. So. Yeah. So if you, if you thought this would be the last time you'd ever see them, what would you want to say to them? Stuff like, you know, I really value our friendship. Um, I am so grateful to have this time with you. You know, that time that we did such and such together, that was such a, a, a special time for me. It was so meaningful. I so appreciate all that you've done. Just, yeah. I, it could you could actually spend some time before the get together if you know who's going to be there and have some things you might like to say. Yeah, that's a great opportunity. Totally great opportunity, and then you won't have regrets if later on you don't have a chance to say those things. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of having you know more meaning, especially for Thanksgiving, um, I, we've had several different things that we've done. And uh, it, it just feels like a license to do something around gratitude and thanksgiving thanks because of the holiday itself. But um, I, I've gone around before and asked people, you know, to, to make a list of things that they're grateful for. And sometimes we'll just share it in the group. Sometimes we integrate it in, uh, in a prayer before the meal. One time I, I put together a, a tree. I don't even remember where I got this idea. Um, I made a funky looking trunk out of like, you know, construction paper, brown, <laughs> and then cut out a bunch of leaves that were like little flat little ovals. And um, of they were yellow and orange and red and um, had people write what they were thankful for. And we stuck it all on the wall. So we made this like gratitude tree and the kids were into it, man. Yeah, they, they came were. up, they just, they kept coming up with more and more things they were grateful for because they really wanted to fill out that tree. <laughs> so th that was kind of a blast. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So going into the holidays, it, it's easy to overdo it and not take care of ourselves. And I've seen people who are stressed who get kind of snappy. Um, snippy? What do you call it? It's not Either fun. one of those works. Yeah, snappy, yes. snippy? Yeah, short. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it can be unpleasant. So it's, it's actually very, very important for you to take really good care of yourself leading up to the event and, and the actual experience of the holiday visit. So some things that you can do very, very powerful for, for um, the body and changing your physical state, which also changes your emotional state, is to take three deep breaths. And um, that's, you know, it's nice because you can do it, you know, when you're sitting in a group and, and kind of be subtle about it, like you're in the, unless you're like talking, that would be weird. But, you know, it's a, it's a nice big breath in through the nose and then out through the mouth and then do that three times, it actually kind of resets the nervous system and, and calms the body way down. So that's kind of like do the world a favor and do three deep breaths. <clears throat> you can also um, choose to not engage in certain conversations. So there are certain things like um, uh, for, for your family, political conversations are really intense. And so I just choose to not. In fact, if I hear the name Trump, I might, I might just discreetly, you know, get up and excuse myself. And um, so there are certain conversations I choose to not engage in. I may stay physically present and, and not, not engage in it. And to me, that's an important part of self-care is um, not, not getting into conversations that are going to kind of set me off 
and this may seem kind of funny, but you can actually excuse yourself and, and use go to the restroom and just take a few extra minutes to be with yourself. Check in with yourself. How are you doing? Do you have any needs that you need to tend to? Um, um, do those three deep breaths in there. Along those lines, it's, it's possible you could just talk to about other folks up front and say, hey, you know, this Thanksgiving, I think we should just avoid topics of, of politics or you know, maybe in your family, you it's don't want religion. to talk about religion, you know, things that are Whatever. just emotionally charged and say, you know, it's I don't find those conversations as productive. And I think it'd be much more pleasant if we just didn't worry about those things yes. this day. You can agree on that in advance, and that can be really helpful. Something else you can do in advance is to share more responsibilities. So we're hosting um, Thanksgiving for John's family, and um, we took a break from our preparations to come and help you with yours. And uh, we divided up the tasks. Um, um, Me and John and both of our teenage boys all have things we do. Um, I have great joy in providing the primary Thanksgiving dinner. And so I have a few extraneous things that I've asked our guests to bring. And if you don't have great joy in providing that, then you can ask people for more help. You can ask people for help setting up. You can ask for help cleaning up. You don't have to do it all yourself. So be sure to share the responsibilities and ask for help. Yeah, and if if you're having family over, they can bring some of the dishes. Yeah. And they, you know, you don't have to provide all of that yourself. Like I said, in, unless you really, you know, enjoy it. So that that was my intention that I set for the holidays is to do the things that bring me joy and let go of the things um, that I really dread. <laughs> and um, for me, there's a certain traditional j- dish that John's family makes for um, Christmas Eve. And I decided I won't make it this year because it really kind of stresses me out. So I'd be happy to make something else or someone else can make it. And there's a lot of flexibility. So we want you to really, really enjoy the holidays, enjoy the connections, the opportunity, connect with folks that you don't normally get to. Use what you applied here and you'll do great. Thanks for listening to the Impact Hour and happy Thanksgiving. Join Brandon Heinz and Mike Driggers as they introduce the heavy hitters in business. Learn valuable tools and some of the challenges that face these entrepreneurs, authors, and coaches on In The Now. In The Now will engage and encourage you to take the next step to your financial and personal success. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. and follow the show on the Money 105.5 app. Join Brandon and Mike for a powerful